Good morning, everybody. It is time for Dow of the Day. I usually like to start at the top of the hour, but I missed the nine o'clock hour as I was getting a hepatitis vaccine. All right, so here we are. It is Dow of the Day. What is the Dow of the Day? What all of the day? Dow of the Day is um, my program <laughs> that I put on Monday through Friday here on Wisdom in the morning, sometime uh, Central Time. I don't always know what time I'm going to come on, only because I don't always know what I'm be doing, and so I don't like to hold hold fast any specific time. And I don't, and I like to come on later in the day. Sometimes I want to come on at ten or eleven, so I can catch all my people out on Pacific time. But Dow of the day is where I talk about the Dow Day Ching. The Dao De Ching has been a pivotal part of my life. It has been a pivotal part of me being who I am. And I am fucking awesome. This is Martin John. I am your host for Dao of the Day. And I look at the Dao De Ching. And the Dao De Ching is a, an ancient text written about 600 BCE. This is the same time um, that, they, that scholars say the Old Testament was written. Now, where it came from, who wrote it, what he did in his life. It is, uh, you know, it is credited to Lao Tzu and uh, we could believe that. And, you know, I like to believe everything rather than not believe in anything because uh, believing in everything just makes things easier. Hey, is God real? Yes. Go on with your bad self. Like, go do what you got to do. Just live your life. It doesn't matter if the world is flat or round or if there's a God or isn't a God. We don't have to get stuck in these conversations. Believe what you want. And uh, I like to believe it all. So if you want to tell me what you believe in, spaghetti, spaghetti monsters and all that kind of stuff, yes, sure, absolutely. I don't have to do anything about it. I don't have to concern myself with them, just like I don't have to concern myself with, you know, the doings of anybody other than those that are in my life, because that is the experience that I'm having as the Tao states. We let circumstances complete us. Here we are. Now let's experience this moment. What is this moment? How do we how do we live in this moment? How do we exist in this moment? Well, let's look around and find out. And uh, what I ask is that if you are up for coming up and picking a number between 1 and 81, I will read that verse of the Tao for you. And that, and that verse will be your meditation for the day. My guess is it will relate to something that you have going on in your life. It always does. Always, it's always just something that we can relate back to. The Tao, uh, the Tao Te Ching translates to the canon of reason. So the canon or the um, the, the collection of writings all around how to live a reasonable life. And that is what the Tao Te Ching is. And the Tao and Tao of the Day is where I ask you to pick a number between 1 and 81. And we will read that verse of the Tao together. And then that will be your meditation for the day. That'll be your Tao for the day. So if you're interested in picking a number between 1 and 81, definitely step up to the stage and we'll take your number and we'll read that verse of the Tao. You don't have to know anything about the Tao Te Ching. Once again, it is an ancient text and each verse, each chapter is fairly short. Some of them are a little longer than others, but they never take more than a minute to read. So they're very, very short. And what we'll do is we'll go through it. We'll get your initial ideas. We'll talk about it a little bit and then we'll go through it line by line. Uh, like I said, the Tao has been a big part of my life and a large part of my recovery. Um, I have 21 years clean and sober. 
been a large aspect of what I talk about is, you know, what it means to recover to who we are rather than only thinking about what it is we're recovering from. Now, I did a little story or a reel this morning on Instagram all about the idea of living under the influence, you know, like as someone who's coming out of addiction, I have lived under the influence of things. And you know, many people who have not dealt with addiction don't realize how much influence they're actually living under. You know, because I stepped out into addiction and I stepped into an addiction that people didn't like, I got to really look at what um, what influences I was living under. But, you know, those of, the, those of you or those of us who have not dealt with addiction don't really know about all of the influences that they're actually living under. You know, we're born and we live under the influence of our parents and we live under the influence of the education system, teachers, peers, um, groups, uh, partners, bosses, all sorts of people. And all sorts of identity work has to be done around this idea of where are we living under the influence. And if you can recognize where you're living under the influence and start to slip away from that, then you're living more in accordance with the Tao because the Tao is all about you. You are the Tao. I remember the love of my life, the first time we met, she came up here on Tao of the day and, and said, well, I don't know much about the Tao. And I said, Andy, you are the Tao. And that was a beautiful moment because I was able to, you know, just recognize and, and I was able to get her to recognize that, yes, you are an expert at the Tao. Why? Because you are the Tao. You can't avoid it. It is within you. So um, if anybody wants to step up and pick a number between 1 and 81, and we will read your chapter, your Tao for the day. And um, if not, I'm going to go ahead and pick a number. And it looks like I'm picking number 61 today. I don't know why. It's just popped out at me. If you have a number burning in your heart, why don't you come up and pick that number and then we'll read through it. So 61 states, and this starts with a country, when a country obtains great power. But I always like to broaden the basis, right? Like always broaden. Every time that we talk about anything in the Tao, we want to make sure that we're taking a broad view. So when a country, what is a country, right? We can immediately start by looking at what a country is and say, well, that's a, you know, like that's, you know, there are so many countries in the world, da, 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 right? But a country is everything, you know, like you are a country in and of yourself, right? So, so, so when a thing obtains great power, it becomes like the sea. All streams run downward into it. The more powerful it grows, the greater the need for humility. Humility means trusting the Tao thus never needing to be defensive. A great nation is like a great man. When he makes a mistake, he realizes it. Having realized it, he admits it. Having admitted it, he corrects it. He considers those who point out his faults as his most benevolent teachers. He thinks of his enemy as the shadow he himself casts. If the nation if a nation is centered in the Tao, if it nourishes its own people and doesn't meddle in the affairs of others, it will be a light to all the nations in the world. See, if you have been with me from the beginning, you'll know that I was already talking about all of these things, living under the influence, making sure that you're, um, you, you care about those that are in your life and, and, and those that are around you. Uh, and that's what this is saying. So this is how the Tao works, right? Well, 
the Tao being such an old, ancient text is really, I, I understand it is a text, but it is ingrained in our heart. And so we know what, in you know, we know subconsciously what is going on in the Tao and what each number has for us. And so when we start to lean in a direction or another, we'll find ourselves finding that like, oh, 61 is the number that I've already been talking about. Let's look at it together now. So when a country obtains great power, now we talk about country, nation, and uh, people, right? So we're talking about all these things, but they're all the same. They're all the same. Um, and I want, and I want to, you know, when you obtain great power, it becomes like the sea. All streams run downward into it, filling it up, right? You fill, the streams fill the oceans, right? Like it fills the oceans. So when, when you obtain great power, more things come to you, right? That's like the old, like, you know, it takes money to make money sort of thing, right? Like, it's like when you have money, it's easier to get it. Like once you start moving in the direction of something, it's easier to get it. Once you start getting upset every day, it's easier to get upset every day. And when, and so when we're talking about great power, what's your great power? Is your great power being angry? Is your great power being wealthy? Is your great power being a fucking dick? Like, because when, if you obtain great power and being a fucking dick, it, you become like the sea, all streams run downward to it, meaning that everything you experience will help you in the process of being a fucking dick. And then you can go out into the world and do that better. You know, the more powerful it grows, the greater need for humility. You know, no matter what that power is, no matter what that power is, you have to be humble in its in its presence, this is your power, but you have to recognize it's not you. The more you recognize it's you, the less you are going to be able to appreciate the the majesty of what you're doing. You know, I, I, I'm a big fan of humility and, and, you know, I've obtained great power in my sobriety, let's say, or in my recovery. And because I obtained great power within my recovery, so much has come to me. Not just things in the world, but things greater than that, right? The truth has come to me. And that's why I talk about recovering too. I have created a whole recover yourself outline that is, you know, in, in my opinion, so much more than the recovery conversation that's happening. And I also understand that I need humility in that. And it's not mine. This is just truth. This is truth that, that was given to me. And in order to be, in order to hold that information, in order to be that, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to go out there and just be like, it's me. No, this is truth. There is nothing here. There's nothing for you to take away. There's only things for you to be. And when you get to be you and you get to be humble in the face of your great power, well, that is going to change the world. And you know, like there's this, there's this line that comes next. Humility means trusting the Tao, thus never needing to be defensive. 
that's an interesting aspect, right? Because how defensive do we get? I do good work. Who cares if you do good work? Who cares? Just do your job and step back. Right? That's another line in the doubt. Do your work and let it go. There's no reason to hold on to it. Humility means trusting the Tao. Trust the Tao. The Tao is the, is the one with the information, not you. You're not doing anything. You have been gifted this through the holiness, through the, the, the greatness of the Tao. And, and what it lies within you isn't anything different than lies within a tree or within a blade of grass or within the wind. You are those things, and those things like you aren't taking credit. You're, you're being humble, you're utilizing humility, trusting the Tao, never needing to be defensive. Imagine that, never needing to be defensive. You don't have to defend your actions. You don't have to come up with excuses. You don't have to come up with reasons. You don't, you just do what you do because you are here and everything is running into you, right? All streams run down into you. Everything is giving you life. Nothing is outside of that. And so you can look at this both ways, right? All streams run down into it. And so a country obtains great power. A country of great, uh, obtains great power and all streams run down into it. Like these things happen like streams are running into you everywhere. Now, what you're resistant of and what you're welcoming and what you're taking credit for and all of those things are your, are your ego trying to decipher one thing from the next. But what's actually happening is you are being gifted every moment. And each and every one of those moments is when it can be received with humility, can be utilized for you to completely change the world and to completely change the world, at least that you're living in. A great nation is like a great man. And so here we go connecting the two. Right? A great nation, like when a country obtains great power, a great nation is like a great man. When he makes a mistake, he realizes it. Having realized it, he admits it. Having admitted it, he corrects it. This is, this is the great kind of you know, cornerstone of recovering who you are and getting out from under the influence of other things. When he makes a mistake, he realizes, why did you make a mistake? You had a belief. You had a desire. You had a want. You had something. And then once that mistake is made up, I realized it. It's not a problem that I made the mistake. Right? I don't have to be defensive because the mistake was made. I can realize it, admit it, whoops, made a mistake. And then having admitted it, I can correct it immediately. You know, it's interesting today, you know, as we talk about mistakes today, I also posted a I posted something on Instagram. It was a quote from Jeffrey D. Grant. Um, if you if you're classifying your bad decisions as mistakes, you're not accepting responsibility. And that's what we're talking about here. He, when he makes some mistakes, when he makes a bad decision, he realizes it. Having realized it, he admits it. Having admitted it, he corrects it. Now, if you make a mistake and chalk it up to you're a victim to the mistake, well, then you don't realize it. You don't realize that you actually made, made a bad decision. 
you don't realize that you're in control. You're taking, you know, like, that's why I don't like the use of mistake here. Like when you make a bad decision, you realize it, you realize it, admit it, you admit it, and you correct it. It's important that those, all of those steps are taken. You have to be able to correct your bad decisions and not just look at your mistakes as if you're the victim of some error, because you're not. He considers those who point out his faults as his most benevolent teachers. He thinks of them as the shadow that he himself casts. And that's, that is what they are, right? So your entire world is you experiencing stuff. And all of the stuff that you're experiencing, you're experiencing through your own perception. And so when you have an enemy, and, and I, I would, I would, anybody who has an enemy, I would, I would beg of you to reconsider having an enemy. Because to have an enemy is to be an enemy. And there is no reason for you to go out there and do that. Um, but you think, like, a great man will consider those who point out his faults even if they point out his faults without like, like you might think pointing out his faults means telling you, but that's not, that's not pointing out your faults, right? There could be a person on the street and they could not turn, use their turn signal that triggers you. That trigger is that person pointing out your faults. As soon as you have a fault, that person pointed out, right? As soon as you have a fault, as soon as you're triggered, there's a fault. And those people that, point out your faults, those people that can expose your faults, those people that can expose your weaknesses. You, they're your most benevolent teachers. Those people may be also your enemy. Those people may be people that you would identify as your enemy because they do point out your faults. They trigger you. They make you feel something. And when you can, when you can take those feelings and use them as lessons, then those enemies are you, they're your shadow. Now let's shine some light and let's get rid of that shadow. And that's, and that is what the 61 is talking about, you know, and I'm talking to someone right now who, you know, her son is overweight and, and she's upset about it and he's mad at her and da, 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 all of this story. And I'm like, well, why don't you and I talk? like, but I want you to talk to my son. Of course you do. Why don't you and I talk? Because your son is a teacher that you're not learning from. He has become your enemy. And that's unfortunate. Let's fix that within you. And then he will be fixed. At least as far as it comes to the relationship with you. Because he's the one pointing out your faults. You think you're pointing out his, but you're the one that's literally pointing out his. You're calling him up and telling him what his faults are. But it's like the fact that he's triggering you means that it is, it is, it is you that are being taught something right now. And that's an, important, that's an important lesson that we all need to be able to stomach that we are here and we are here to learn. And we are here to learn through our triggers. If a nation is centered in the Tao, if it nourishes its own people and doesn't meddle in the affairs of others, 
it will be a light to the nations of the world. So once again, if we took it nation and just put like if a person, if a person is centered in the Tao, it nourishes in its own. Now we have people here, but because we're talking about an individual in its own doings, let's say in its own like and what's going on within its own body, you know, like your body physically, your body mentally, your body emotionally and all of those things. So if a person is centered in the Tao and if it nourishes its own doings, so if you if you contribute to your own doings, you contribute to your health, you contribute to your emotional health, you contribute to everything within the person. And it doesn't meddle in the affairs of others. You don't go outside of yourself. All of that stuff outside of yourself is just a reflection of you anyway. So might as well just look inward. It will be a light to all the nations of the world. You will be a light to everybody on the planet. That's what happens when you can take your triggers, you can look at them, you can learn from them, you can shut the fuck up when it comes to anybody else. That is what it means to be a great, you know, that's what it means to obtain great power. And once you do, all streams will flow to you. Everything will flow. You will excel in all things. You have to get to yourself first. And that's what, that's what I talk about. This right here is all about recovering yourself, recovering who you are. And stop thinking that the world out there is either out to get you or is, uh, is hurting you in some way. It's not. It's actually teaching you. And every time you get triggered, every time you have to look at something, you have to look at yourself. And when you do that, when you look back at yourself and you reflect that back, you will see that you can shine light into your shadow. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me for Dow of the Day. This was a wonderful, uh, wonderful like coverage of number 61. If anybody has a number between 1 and 81 you'd like to cover, definitely step up. But uh, if not, I can wrap up here. I wanted to let you guys know that my Recover Yourself workshop is now available for streaming on my website, martinjohn.com. Go to what do we do and check out the workshops section of uh, my my work my um my my website or you can just go straight to uh, my link here my link tree here on my profile on wisdom where you can find a direct link to my workshop. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I'm Martin John. If you benefit from the work that I do here, definitely consider giving me a tip over on Venmo at Martin John underscore Garcia. I love you guys, and until next time, keep recovering yourself.